Hello and welcome to Catholic Parents Online, a podcast where we share tips and resources on Catholic parenting. This is brought to you by the Theology of the Body Parenting Team of the Apostolate for Catholic Truth. Presented with the lens of the Theology of the Body, we will see how we can be a sincere gift of ourselves to our kids in ways that will help them find true happiness and flourish in accordance with God's wonderful plan for each and every one of them. My name is John Hui and I'm your host for this podcast. In the theology of the body, we learned that we were made for communion, which is why communication is so important to us. We have an innate desire to know and be known, to love and be loved, to be in communion with others in heart and mind, especially with one who is close to us, such as our spouse, our family members, our good friends. As we offer the gifts of ourselves through this sharing of our thoughts, our feelings, our hopes and our fears, we want to be listened to, we want to be understood, we want to be accepted and affirmed, and we want to be loved for who we are. The same goes for our children. They want to be listened to, they want to be loved and accepted for who they are, through what they have shared with us, and sometimes despite what they have shared with us. Which is why it is so important for us to listen to them not just with our ears, but also with our hearts. What is the main principle for communication with our kids, you might ask? It is simply this. To provide an atmosphere of love, receptivity, acceptance, and availability. Because this facilitates easier and more open communication with our children, and it will make it so much easier for them to connect and bond with us. How? 1. As we mentioned in the previous episode, we need to be there for them in body, in mind, and in heart. We need to set aside dedicated time for them every day as far as possible. And remember to put away the mobile phone during these bonding times. Yeah, Should they want to talk or ask questions or just want to talk outside these dedicated times, make ourselves available to them. This affirms them of the importance to us. On the other hand, saying, don't bother me now, I'm busy, transmits a message that they are not as important in our eyes. 2. Now, if we are really busy and need to attend to something urgently, excuse ourselves by all means, but do apologize to them first, then schedule a time to talk with them and stick with it, or we might lose their trust. 3. Be a good and active Listener, I know this sounds so counterintuitive for parents, isn't it? I too have caught myself saying things like, How could you say that? Or, it's not right for you to feel this way. Or, you must not do this or that because I say so. Without explaining why. Now, statements like these almost immediately put up a barrier to communication and our kids will naturally close up. Instead, after the child has spoken, we can show him or her we have listened attentively by repeating in our own words what he or she has said. Or we can ask questions to clarify what was said. Examples can include the following. Why did you feel this way? Oh, I see. Or, oh dear, you must have felt so hurt because the other child said this or did that to you. I feel so much for you. Or, or would you like to tell me more? And all this while, do maintain eye contact to let them know we're all focused on them.
For once they have experienced our listening ear and feel affirmed of our love for them, they will be more receptive, much more receptive to whatever we want to share with them. At this point, we want to keep our part of the conversation brief and to the point, unless our child wants to hear more from us. Generally speaking, the younger they are, the shorter their attention span. Or in my case, the older I get, the shorter my attention span. Pity my poor wife. 5. Try to be approachable and calm, always, so that they can be more confident in asking us questions and confiding in us. You know, I remember once when I was driving my teenage girls back from school, an all-girls school, just out of the blue they asked me, Dad, what do you think of anal sex? Well, I, I broke into cold sweat for a short while, then said a little prayer to our Lord to guide me in whatever I was going to say, then calmly, or at least as calmly as I could, shared with them my thoughts. And at the end, I told them that if I did not address their question adequately, I would be happy to continue the conversation in the car or later at home. Thank God I didn't get into an accident that day. Finally, six. If we find ourselves rather emotional or upset with our child, which as a parent I know can happen more frequently than we wish, it would be good to disconnect ourselves from the situation and give ourselves some time, even a day or two or even more, to think and pray about it before speaking with them again. Remember, it is important that we are calm in our tone and loving in our demeanor when speaking with our children. Experts estimate that up to 90% of our communication is non-verbal. Granted, this is not easy. That's why we have to pray. Pray all the time. Ultimately, the aim of communication is to offer the sincere gift of ourselves to them and to receive the gift of themselves to us in love. Allow me to summarize what we have discussed here so far. When communicating with our children, we want to provide an atmosphere of love, receptivity, acceptance, and availability because this facilitates easier and more open communication with our children and it will make it so much easier for them to connect and bond with us. So as we enter this episode, perhaps we could reflect on the following. One, can I set aside dedicated time every day to communicate with my children? And two, how can I be a better listener when communicating with them? At the next episode, we will discuss the D of connecting with our children. Discipline. Now, I'm really looking forward to sharing some of my experiences with you. Till then, take care and God bless you and your family always. Goodbye.